Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one betting source for you. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, we have golf, horse racing, and everything heating up this Major League Baseball season as well. You'll get latest odds, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Just log on today to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to get started. But listen up. Make sure you use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag or your mobile device. BetOnline, get started today. BetOnline is where the game starts. You know, it is that time of year in sports where it is all heating up, not just the weather, but the events. We're coming off the NFL draft. We have MLB. We've got the NHL and NBA playoffs. How about Horse Racing's Triple Crown and the PGA Championship, just to name some of the major sporting events we'll see in the next few months and have seen the last several weeks. Every event presents opportunities for inspiration and controversy, as well as new heroes and comeback stories. Ever wonder how to get into sports journalism? Well, I started my career at St. Bonaventure University. I attended their campus long before online degrees were a thing. But with their online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism, you'll learn how to find and talk about the most compelling stories, no matter the sport all from the comfort of home. An advisory committee of journalism school alums shape this innovative program. Courses are taught by experienced professors and include master classes led by industry experts. As an SBU graduate, you join a network of fellow Bonnies, including the New York Post's Mike Beccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism builds strong skills and ethical foundations for successful careers. Coursework emphasizes the importance of multimedia reporting and incisive storytelling. Program graduates are prepared to tell stories at the intersection of sports, gender, and race. Take the next step in your sports journalism career by contacting an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. Hey, this is Linda Cohn from ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by the title sponsor of the program, Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward and a huge tip of the cap. Thank you as well to Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, Liverpool Physical Therapy, Camillus Golf Club, and our terrific friends over at Burton Ace Hardware. Route 11 in front of the Burton Bridge. If you're in and around central New York, check out the paint studio Ace the Project Place, Handyman Services, and more at Burton Ace Hardware. Visit the website first, the helpful place, at acehardware.com. That's acehardware.com. And oh yeah, baby, summer is coming up, which means a bunch of outside home and decor, your tools, paint supplies, lawn and garden, and those unbelievable grills, smokers, and Traegers right there for you at Ace Hardware in Brewerton, the helpful place. Again, Brewerton Ace Hardware. Sign up and learn more about their Ace Rewards program as well. Every time I go in there, I save money and I gain more points. It's unbelievable the amount of points that I've got ready to go to uh, really spend on the next big thing here. So make sure you get to Brewerton Ace Hardware, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Route 11 in front of the Brewerton Bridge. Well, these two individuals have been doing amazing work up and down Route 66 and elsewhere, growing the game of baseball at the grassroots level. But wait, they're on another project as we speak. Last year on International Women's Day, they announced a new three-year initiative to promote the past, present, and future of girls and women baseball on and off the field and around the globe. 
They travel to share some of the great success stories of the girls and women playing in countries like Canada, Cuba, the Dominican Republic, Japan, Korea, Uganda, and in Europe. And in 2023, the main focus will turn to telling the international side of the story as well as what's developing at home. We're talking about youth. We're talking about beyond. We're talking about years and years ago. We're talking about now and what's going to happen in the years to come. Awesome stuff. This tandem is crushing it right now. Grassroots baseball. Let's bring them in from that unbelievable platform. It is Jeff Idelson, the former president of the National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum, and his partner, the great photographer, Gene Fruit. How are you both? Oh, doing great. Thanks for having us back on. Good to be with you, Mike. All right, let's get into this right away here. You guys have a new project, and I just wanted to, I did a little bit of an intro, but let's get into it here. Past, present, and future, and let's celebrate all the ladies in the game of baseball, huh? Let's start with you, Jeff. Well, yeah, that, that, uh, we just made the decision uh, about a year ago that really one of the underexposed parts of, of the amateur game, the grassroots games, and one of the fastest growing uh, aspects of the amateur game is women in baseball. And uh, Gene and I made the decision that we wanted to focus on uh, girls and women in the game on and off the field around the globe, past, present, and future. The number of stories of uh, women women's ascension in baseball is massive. And our plan is to tell those stories, continue to tell those stories as we've been the last year uh, and really uh, give this uh, topic some serious shine. Gene, um, obviously, you know, you being a woman and you being a photographer, I mean, this is awesome stuff here. It's another platform. I know that you're both going to crush it, but being a woman and attacking this project, can you kind of allude to how important that is for you as well? Yeah, it, it really is. As a woman photographer in baseball and seeing the changes on the field in the photo wells for the media, and you can relate to this, seeing more women in media in general in baseball just makes me feel so good. There was many times like early in my career where, and there still is, where I might be the only woman in the photo wells, like shooting a big game or shooting an event. And that's just, you know, more and more we're seeing so many young women coming, you know, out of school and going into our field. And it's just more of the norm to see more women shooting the game documenting the game, reporting on the game, writing, announcing, and it just, you know, falls right into place. And we were finishing up our last project, Grassroots Baseball Route 66. We were trying to include, I had girls, I was shooting girls playing like little league, you know, in an all boys, on an all boys team where there'd be girls mixed in. Um, but at the end of the project, we were able to document and it was tricky because we had COVID we were battling to try to finish the project. So many things were canceled, but we had the opportunity to connect with baseball for all here in Northern California. And, uh, they connected us with, it was the first time I ever shot an all-girls baseball game, and Jeff was there documenting as well, and it was just a terrific experience for both of us to see these two all-girl teams playing each other, and I'd never, that was the first time I ever shot an all-girls baseball game, and the energy and the feeling that these girls brought to the field, it had the level of play was so high. It was like a, the age was right before high school, like 12, 13, 14 years old. And it was just a terrific experience. And we'd been talking about, you know, featuring and highlighting the women's game, but that just solidified it for us and said, okay, this is what we want to do for our next project. And it's been terrific. Yeah, I love it. I, I, I think one thing too, you, you bring something up that's great because you know, I've done some, you know, women's sports, youth and high school and certainly collegiate, you know, softball and, and the energy level is crazy. I mean, they're yelling and screaming and 
going nuts uh, all the time. Uh, I have to believe that that passion is connected to, you know, little league boys and passion at the major league baseball level. And so as a photographer, I would ask you, how are you going to approach, you know, the lens, so to speak, and, and trying to get these pictures out to the baseball community? Is it different than little league boys because they have their own way of approaching the game, seeing the game, laughing about the game, playing about the, you know, playing the game and also compared to the major leagues and all that. How do you approach it from a photographer's standpoint in terms of getting these things and having these photos come to fruition for the baseball community? Yeah, that's just such a great question because that's the job. The job is to be able to tell the story and have the pictures tell the story. And it is different. So highlighting it and showing not only the differences, but just showing what it looks like. What does women baseball look like? What does an all-girls team look like? Well, it is different. Just the way they come. I mean, and both are fun. I don't want to get rid of one to have the other. I just want to add on. I love shooting the, you know, the men's Major League Baseball game. I like shooting boys playing Little League, and I have all intentions on doing that, and just how they interact, you know, in the dugout, on the bench, is very different, and then the women are just doing it in a different way, and the girls are doing it a different way, the way they interact, the way they huddle, the way they, you know, hug each other when they're coming, you know, uh, off of a, a big play, and just the way they celebrate is just different, and so we're also adding video as part of this project, and the video really makes it come alive as well, just maybe how they cheer, and, you know, songs they might sing, and just the way they approach the game is really fun, and that's, you know, it's always been that for me, is showing the cultural differences, you know, if you're showing baseball in Japan, it looks very different than baseball in the Dominican Republic. Well, the same holds true for women and girls in baseball. So just showing those differences, what they look like, what the fans look like, what the celebration looks like, you know, and even just just their play, the way their bodies move, it's different. And so it's, it's really, it's fun to show it. Their uniforms, you know, even just the braids in their hair or whatever they're doing, their their culture and the way they approach it is just all part of the story. It makes it fun to document. Gene Fruth, Jeff Idelson, our guests here on the ML Sports Flatter, brought to you by Burn Dairy and Stanley Law Offices. And Jeff, back to you. The last time I had you on, uh, we were talking about the mileage and almost the Idelson Cruiser being like, you know, the Fruth and Idelson <laughs> Cruiser like John Madden's cruiser up Route 66. So if you had to put together that miles card, I mean, how many miles could you have cashed in on Route 66 here? My goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, One Direction was nearly 2,500 miles. I think it was 2,480, I believe. So, you know, it was, but every every mile just had so much in, in, enriching uh, parts of American history, whether it be baseball or otherwise. And then, of course, coming back. So, yeah, 5,000 miles round trip, but, you know, when you're when it's when it's revolves around baseball, Mike, I don't think it gets any better. Yeah, no doubt about that. So, Jeff, if you could start with with the next answer to this question, then Gene, follow up a little bit here. Um, what do you both have as far as like the main goals and aspirations for this next uh, you know project here under your platform, which is is a tremendous one by the day. Well, I, I, you know, at the end of the day, our, our goal is to show the ascent of women in baseball to show the success stories that are taking place around the globe and um you know whether they're playing on the field or in another aspect of the game it's showing that um there is opportunity and quite frankly it's in baseball's best opportunity to see 
the women's involvement in the game grow when you think of uh, the fact that uh, there are probably a lot of women who may not be interested in baseball, uh, but because women are now having a bigger role in it, uh, might develop that love. Uh, and whether it's being involved in it or in participating um, in the game itself or just even as a spectator, uh, our, our plan and hope is to elevate and show all the great success stories that are going on to uh, help with that trajectory. Gene? Yeah, it's um, it, part of our plan, which is why it's going to take us three years to put this together, is to show the international game, women and girls internationally. And I think that's really important to show the world, to see what's going on in Japan, in Australia, in South Korea, in Canada, because in some of these places, girls and women in baseball far exceed what we're doing in the United States. They're ahead of the game, so to speak, where there's uh, professional leagues and there's organized baseball for girls on every level, let's say in Japan. And I think that's great for women and girls to see here in the U.S., to see what can be, and then just for other countries who are just getting started, like Uganda and the Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic is such a baseball haven, yet women are just getting started in baseball in the Dominican Republic. So showing the international side and bringing it all together, I think, is going to be important. And then, of course, you're telling the story of these trailblazing women you know, and their fight for equality, their fight for recognition and acceptance in the sport that they love. You know, where is their part? You know, and there is a part for women in the game, whether they want to be an executive or they want to play the game, there should be a place for them. So it's you know, showing the adversities that they face and then, like Jeff said, and then also celebrating the successes. And I think showing that and highlighting that is important for it's a, it's the mission for, it fits in with our mission, rather, for grassroots baseball to create opportunities. And when you show it, like uh, there's a longtime woman umpire, um, uh, Perry, go ahead, Jeff, sorry. Yeah, say Perry Barber. Yeah. Perry, yeah, Perry Barber. And she said something that I, I keep stealing her line that's going to become mine eventually. But she said to me, if you can see it, you can be it. And as a woman umpire, she's been in the game for a long time. I just love that line. So that's our job. If you can see it, you can be it. And we want to show these girls, these women, if you can see it, you can be it. And women can follow their dreams. And we want to lift women's baseball to the level that, you know, their counterparts have achieved in basketball, hockey, soccer, tennis, you know, mixed martial arts, golf. You know, it's all of those games are played by men and women. And baseball can be a part of that, too. Yeah, you know, it, it's, it's incredible how, you know, you can go to another sport and you can just name someone Right off of the right off the bat, right. I mean, you go to tennis, you're like, well, geez, Chris Everett, Martina Navratilova, Steffi Graf, Serena Williams. It goes on and on. Some right. people might you might throw them. Well, hey, how about hockey? Oh, Cami Granado, and then you throw in, okay, let's uh, basketball. Rebecca Lobo and you know Diana Taurasi and all these unbelievable players. In fact, uh, Brianna Stewart grew up about six minutes, uh, you know, south of where I'm sitting right now, and is arguably the greatest college player of all time. But as you move through the sports, you do get to baseball, and maybe the regular Joe Schmo doesn't know a name, even though there is a pioneer from decades gone by here, Jeff, right? And so, you know, that is something that would be huge too, right? Let's let's tell the story of baseball Serena Williams, you know? 
Oh, absolutely. And, you know, a great example of that is we just spent some time with Lois Youngen, who played in the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League, and uh, Jean sat down and interviewed her. And, you know, you think about the, the, the tract of land that she laid for future generations in the 50s. I mean, here's a young lady, uh, or, or young woman, I should say, who grew up in Ohio and had a chance to play in, in the league. And she spent those four years playing so that she could, she could pay her way through college when she went to Kent State. Went from there to get her master's at Michigan State in athletic administration and then a PhD at Ohio State and then spent 35 years at the University of Oregon working in athletics and, and, and ushering in Title IX uh, so that more girls could, and more women could play baseball as well. So, yeah, I mean, the, the success stories of those who came before the current generation are really important to explaining how we got here today. Is there going to be any emphasis, uh, Jeff and Gene, on the Negro Leagues in terms of, you know, the likes of Ethel Manley, who uh, is obviously in the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, um, you know, the Newark Eagles uh, owner, and what an unbelievable figure she is in the history of baseball. Holy smokes. Is there going to be any Negro League influence or, or, or other league influence that people can look for? I, I don't think anything is off the table, Michael. I think we, we're looking at the entire realm of women in baseball, and though there wasn't a lot in the Negro Leagues, Ethel Manley is an incredible example of someone who uh, you know, ro- rose to the top as an owner and then recognized in Cooperstown as the only woman in the Baseball That's Hall right. of Fame to date. So uh, for the few women who played in the league, the, uh, the Peanut Johnsons and the Tony Stones, mm-hmm. uh, and Ethel Manley, who was a, a, an executive, uh, those stories are an important part of the landscape as well. Okay, final question, and Gene, you can start, and, and Jeff, if you want to follow up. Um, as we go through the game, you know, there are some people who are down on it, analytics and all the rest, and our youth, they're not watching the game as much, and we've seen a million changes up and down. Um, obviously, I still love the game. Both of you still love the game. I do think that certain things could be better, but you can say that about everything in life. Um, the watch factor, I think, is a big deal. Um, are young girls watching? Are you trying to get more young girls to watch the game overall at all levels? Uh, you know, when I go to a ballpark, I see a lot of women. You know, I really do. It, it, it's, it, I know it's not the NFL, but I go to a ballpark and I see maybe 60, 40. Sometimes it's half and half. Sometimes it's, you know, more than that, women to men, right? And there's families, there's kids. Uh, so a lot of women love baseball and they love going to ballparks and eating outside and hey, enjoying a cocktail and a hot dog and all that. Are you trying to get more young women to, I don't know, maybe adolescent women to, hey, watch the game now. You know, th- this is our game that we're promoting. We're promoting you within the game. Let, let, let's watch more. Is that a goal? Yeah, I, I mean, it's really a good point. And I, I mean, we see so many women and girls at the, at the, at the ballpark and when I shoot these games and shoot the amateur game you know i ask uh all these girls you know who are you watching who's your favorite team who's your player and it's so nice to hear that they do have an answer and they are watching the game more you know going to games it doesn't seem as much um but maybe you know that's also price factors and things too Mm -hmm. a bit you know where minor league ballparks is such a fun place to go and um, i'm heading to the Staten Island Ferry Hawks again next week, and that's where Kelsey Whitmore is playing. You know, she made history um, with the Ferry Hawks, becoming the first uh, woman to play, record a hit. She's a two-way player, which is 
just really neat. And the amount of women that were going to see her play and get her autograph and girls that coming before and having a catch on the field, it was just so terrific to see. So, And, I, and every time I'm at the ballpark here in San Francisco um, and Alyssa Nacken is there, you see all these women coming over and just you know, paying, you know, tribute to her, asking for her autograph, and she has such a terrific following. So I think it it, it makes uh, women and girls more interested in the game when they get to see something like that. Jeff? Oh, yeah, I concur 100%. I don't know if that's a goal, but we hope it's a result of what we're doing. It's really just it's really just getting more it, – it's, it's to promote and help more women get involved in the game. And if they want to have it be a career at any level, that, yeah, you can be there. And if it's enjoying the game uh, as a spectator, that's good too. That's okay too because it's all about, uh, again, trying to build that base and, and, and trying to show that – the, the sport is an equal opportunity employer that both women and men can enjoy being a part of it. Kelsey Whitmore, yeah, a little uh, two-way star. She is the Shohei Otani of, uh, of women's baseball <laughs> exactly. and can highlight her. That's pretty cool. All right, well, look, this was awesome as it always is. Grassroots baseball, the women are going to be featured, again, back on International Women's Day in 2022. It was Grassroots Baseball who announced a three-year project to share stories of the past, present, and future of girls and women baseball on and off the field around the globe. Can't wait for this in the coming days, weeks, months, and years. Jeff Idelson, Gene Fruth, thank you so much for joining the show. And obviously people can go get Grassroots Baseball on all the social platforms. Go like, go follow, support, and donate. And uh, hey, we'll have you guys on as many times as we need to. Thank you so much. Oh, what a pleasure. Thanks. This was so much fun. Thanks, Michael. Always good to be with you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.